Good morning, my friends. Welcome to this episode of Happiness After Codependency. I'm your guide, Marshall Bircher, and I'm excited to help you return back to knowing, loving, and living who you are, which is the foundation. It's how we get out of codependency. It's how we get into a life that we want to live, that we enjoy living, that brings us what we're looking for. It's the foundation for healthy relationships, purpose, joy, and happiness in your life. I'm going to mute that so we don't get any more of that disruption. I'm, I might seem a little tired today. I am. I'm, that kidney stone is in the bladder now, and it's just kind of knocking around. It's going to come out any moment, any time, so we're almost there uh, on that one. So, <clears throat> yeah. And it looks like it may have a second one, just by symptomology, but we'll see. We'll see what it does. But I'm excited to be here with you guys today. Today's episode is Blunt Cake episode number 21. Uh, the pivot that all survivors eventually make, and that's about owning your choices and actions 100%. As with all Blunt Cake episodes, check in with your capacity. Am I open? Do I have space to hear something blunt that could be really confronting? Do I want to hear it? Do I have the space for it? That's what you need to gauge before we proceed forward in today's episode. Before we get to that, I need to share this out to the community here real quick. The community is your safe haven where you can find tools, guidance, and support in your liberation from codependency and coming to know, love, and live who you are. Link is above on Facebook, below on YouTube, and if you're listening via podcast, go to freetheself.com. Click on the community link in the menu, and boom, you're ready to go. And as always, if you're if you're on YouTube, hit that subscribe button. And guys, share this video and this podcast out to people you know would benefit from it. Also, I want to give a shout out to the people who have sent me messages, texts of support, care in regards to Mr. Terror Stone and my Stone Babies, as well as feedback about the impact I'm my work is having on in your guys' life. Thank you for that. It means a lot to me to know how the work is impacting you and to receive that insight into your journey because it helps me know I'm I'm landing the way I want to land and that uh, I'm contributing in a way that has integrity to my own objectives and in contributing to the well-being and happiness of your own world. So I'm going to get this shared out now and we will get to today's topic. And voila, it is shared. All right. So again, before we jump in, blunt cakes are blunt. They they are uh, they can be very confronting and challenging. And so go gently with yourself in today's topic. So in codependency, we have a tendency to develop undue tolerance, meaning. We, we become complacent to what's going on. It's like, okay, yeah, they're abusing me or they're neglecting me or they're ignoring me, but at least I'm getting this breadcrumb. I got this breadcrumb here. I can, I can do it. And then we, we, we foster this hope, this fantasy that things will be different. Maybe it'll change. Maybe it's changing this time because I got this breadcrumb and that breadcrumb. This is better than nothing because, you know, I'm predicting that there isn't other options out there. I'm predicting that it will be worse off without them. I am creating a, a self-fulfilling prophecy 
by assuming that I can't work through this. I, this is blunt. <laughs> this is a very blunt thing. And this comes from my own lived experience with love addiction. There was a point in my journey where I had to come to terms with what I was choosing and what actions I was taking and the consequences that were resulting from that. See, at first, when we're unaware of the dynamic we're in, we're in a powerless position. We are being acted upon by an aggressive force, a coercive force, something that's harming us. But when we, be, when we become aware of what that force is, the nature of this relationship that we are in, we are moving away from the powerlessness state and we are moving into an empowered state. What that does is it shifts the weight and it shifts the location of accountability and ownership from them to us. So in my journey, I had to accept that I keep choosing this. I know what they are. I know what it's going to get me, and I keep choosing it. And because I keep choosing it, I'm losing ground to, to – the pain I feel isn't something happening to me. I am putting myself in a position that creates that pain now. I'm responsible for the pain that's showing up now because I keep going back into it. We have to make this choice. Then we also have to own, oh, <laughs> I'm predicting the future. And I'm the one saying, well, I'll never have anything better than this because of here's all my reasons. I'm the one limiting me. I'm the one de determining what shows up next. It's, it's blunt. I had to come into ownership of all of these elements. I had to take them in and rather than going, well, they did this and they did that and not doing this and they're not doing that and this was my past and that was blah, blah, blah. I had to go, I'm still making choices. I had to acknowledge my own role in the dynamic and own the power I was utilizing to, to contribute to it. Me showing up is my responsibility, not them. Me going back, my responsibility. Me predicting that there isn't a better thing, that there's just some reason blah, blah, blah is going to happen over and over. Well, yeah, because I keep making the same choices and actions, not because I am fated to that outcome. Give you an example of a client I worked with, oh, what is it, 20, uh, four years ago. She came to me and she had a really bad situation. She's like, nothing's going to change. And I'm like, you know, I, I get that. I understand that. Because it feels like it's what we've known. We haven't really had any success in our hopes panning out. So it makes sense. Nothing's going to change. So why should I change? Why, why, why should I leave? I'm getting something. And I asked her this question. I said, well, what if you don't know what you think you know? And she took that in. She was open to that. And she's like, 
Okay, so what are you saying? Are you are you saying that I don't know my future? I'm like, mm-hmm, yeah. And then I asked her another question. I said, "What if? What 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 do you logically think will happen if you made different choices and actions in your life? What what would be a reasonable prediction there?" She's like, "Well, something different might happen." I'm like, "Exactly, exactly." See. We're only in the situations we're in because we make the same choices and actions over and over. We're pattern makers that way. But if we start changing the choices and actions we make and moving through the unknown to a, des to, to a result, to an outcome, so we can discover it, we start to make changes in our world that really matter. But this requires us to own our power and own our choices and actions we're taking that put us in the old situation we don't want to be in. That requires us to own our fantasies that we're creating. That requires us to own the denial we're cultivating by just ignoring our own pain and maximizing the fantasy and cherry-picking the positive moments while completely ignoring the enormous boulders of pain and trauma in this relationship. Because we're choosing it now. When we're aware of what is going on and we go back, we're choosing it. Now, this is not, this is another thing I told the client, this is not grounds for shaming yourself, guilting yourself, or, or um, hurting yourself in some way. This is grounds for going, okay, what do I want different? And then what choices and actions can I take to find out what happens? What different things can I start choosing? And am I willing to discover what else is possible now? Because it's not a shame-driven, guilt-driven thing. Ownership doesn't require that. Ownership really, first of all, requires some courage. It's not an easy thing to acknowledge I keep choosing this thing. It's not easy, it can be very confronting to go, oh, okay, so this is not a problem with the person anymore. This is me. I'm doing this. And letting ourselves receive that. Take 100% radical ownership of those choices and actions. That's where you're going to, re that's where you gain the power to make a change that works for you. Because we all have to traverse the land of the unknown. We all do. I, I, I hold a lot of space for you there. It was terrifying for me to leave the known and start to play with and understand and, and detect and, 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 and connect with the unknown. To discern it. To, to, to start to know it. There's mistakes. There are some really big mistakes I made there. But it taught me, it guided me, it enlightened me. See, enlightenment is a destructive experience because it destroys our fantasies. It brings f reality into focus a little more. It brings us back to sobriety. And our journey back to ourself requires that sobriety. It requires us to really embrace and internalize the power of our choices and actions 
because that's where these results, these consequences we live with come from. And then to move through it, we have to cultivate a healthy hope, a healthy curiosity, an openness to, okay, I don't know how, I don't even know if it'll happen. But I want to find out for me. So living in the better than nothing land is basically living in a desert where we we feed off the corpses of past relationships or whatever breadcrumbs someone throws at us occasionally. And to exit this, we do have to traverse this unknown space to discover and cultivate real connection and to discover what we can truly have and be in our world. We have to become curious about that if we're to make that journey. The curiosity is a necessity to it. Now, it all starts with choosing. It's a choice we make. I choose to be curious about this unknown. I'm okay if I'm scared. I've got community. I've got tools that can support me, community that can support me in this. I'm willing to find out. It's another choice. And then the actions that extend from that. The only reason I'm here in this Facebook slash YouTube video and podcast is because I've made those choices repeatedly. It's the reason why anybody would be where they are in their lives after going through hell. They've made these choices. They're not grandiose. They're not like a Disney thing. They're really simple, essential choices. And I, not always fun. Not always fun, but worth it. See, the return on my investment for the pain and confusion and discoveries I've made is happiness and well-being. My peace is, I cherish my peace. I worked very hard for it. And from that peace has emerged friendships and relationships I really, that, that really nurture me and care about me. But that doesn't mean I went through a, doesn't, doesn't mean this was always the case. I went through a long period of aloneness, loneliness, fear, uncertainty. It was a journey. It was hard. This is real work. I'm, I'm not one of those uh, mentors or people that they're like, hey, you know, rainbows are just going to shoot out of rocks and everything will be great. We're doing real work to forge real connection real well-being so that we never have to go back. So we're never drawn. Well, we might be attracted to go back because euphoria is seductive. But we cherish our well-being, our happiness, the peace, the rest, the, the, the um, wholeness we've gained by the work we're doing. We cherish that. So much more than that little burst, that little high of euphoria. This is where the relationships you've always wanted, the friendships, even purpose, happiness. Um, and, and happiness is kind of this weird broad term, but you get to define it. Where you start actually feeling some fulfillment, 
It's where it emerges from our choices and our actions. It's the pivot we all have to make. And that starts with, I keep choosing this relationship and the results I get from it, I am now choosing too. So it's no longer about the other person changing. It's not whether the person's this or that thing. It's you choosing it. You're choosing those outcomes. So the pain that results from that is now yours to take care of. And the question can become, okay, I keep choosing this and this keeps the pain coming. Is that, do I want more pain? Do I want more of this pain? Or do I want to confront the real pain, move through that so that I can find and have peace in my world? It's okay if it doesn't feel fair. It's okay if part of you is like, screw this. It's okay that it feels like it's an injustice. I get that. I have felt that. I've been through that myself. I honor and legitimize those feelings in me. I wanted a different life. I would want to have things differently. Absolutely. There are things that occurred that I'll never have justice for. Part of me still kind of gets chompy on that. That's normal. It's okay. Those are natural feelings to actual harm. It's not like life's been a, you know, a Pollyanna experience, right? And yet we still have to own our choices and actions once we become aware of them and the consequences they bring us. Those results are trying to tell us something. If a relationship is harmful and hurtful to you, it is not aligned with your well-being and happiness. It is aligned with harm. And you have to make a choice there and take actions there to support yourself, even if that means moving into an unknown. We all have to traverse it, but you're not alone. The community has your back. I've got your back. We, uh, you build uh, an additional support systems around you, friends, other support groups, therapeutic resources. It takes a community of diversity to, to navigate this. So it's not just a me thing and my community thing. It's you bring us in if, if we resonate with you. But you also bring in other pieces and you also bring in yourself. You, you, you bring in yourself in the aspect of I'm going to choose to nurture and love myself despite the cost. That was one of the biggest choices I made. cost me dearly sometimes we have to make choices and take actions for our own well-being that require the end of things that matter to us and so if you're there too I just space because it's not an easy thing You're doing hard work. But once I made that choice and took action to commit to my own well being, no matter the cost, things got better eventually. <laughs> it took some time and it took a lot of learning. 
And the learning and discoveries I made in that journey are what I teach now. It's not going to take you six years of hell. It might take you a few months, depending on how you deal with that process. That's what all my courses are based on, all the teachings here and these in the in, in these trainings. All my writings come from my lived experience, not just some clinical training. And now it's blunt. I know it's confronting. And it will set you free so that you become available for what you truly deserve in your life. And that is relationships and friendships that are nice and kind and attentive and loving to you. And you are to them where you see and feel loved and valued. You deserve that. You deserve peace and rest. You deserve shelter and care. So you check out the comments here. Jasmine says, tough, yeah, tough self, tough self-love. Courageous self-love. Yeah, it, it's a tough week. Hi, Rita. Uh, uh, Lauren shares real peace and well-being. Thank you, Marshall. Yeah, you're welcome. And Pam says, thank you for this blunt guidance. You're welcome. I know this is not an easy thing, guys. We've been through hell. Abuse has been perpetrated upon us. Our well-being has been violated. Our sovereignty harmed. And we're still worthy. We're still able and deserving to have what we desire in our life. Because that does not define us. There you go. That is today's episode. Go gently with yourself. Go kindly with yourself. Maybe consider giving yourself a little praise, a little appreciation for the courage it takes to do this work and a little acknowledgement and legitimization of the real pain you've been through because that matters. Matters here. That's all for today, guys. I appreciate you. Remember that you're worth knowing, loving, and keeping. And I'll see you guys in our next episode. Bye-bye.